Welcome to the Nix, where we talk about pop culture until we can't stand it anymore, and we nix it. I'm Fanny Darling. And I'm Justin Hartung. As always, a quick warning, there will be spoilers for anything we talk about on this podcast, but we're going to do our best to warn you that they're coming. This week, we saw a bunch of stuff, read a ton, and Justin listened to some music. Because we've been gone for three weeks. Three weeks? Three weeks. We saw Knives Out before most of you... And now you've all seen it, so we've got hot takes. I do declare. Stop it. As always, we'd like to start with a plea to rate and review us, so please do that on the podcast app of your choice, and it would mean a lot to us. I'm screaming into the void. What'd you do in pop culture this week, Justin? So I continued to read, which is great, at a slightly slower pace, but I'm still reading, <laughs> which is good. Yay! Um, I finished Ninth House Lee, how do you say her last name? Bardot. Bardot. Uh, yeah, the gothic-y... Uh, Harry Potter for Yale, uh, Dark Forces. Um, I liked it. I didn't love it. I don't. I loved it. Don't think it totally stuck the landing. I'm not super sure I'm going to read the next book. Um, I thought yes, it was, you are. I thought it was fun. I thought the writing was great and and sort of stayed great through most of it. My big problem with it is I think it had such a terrible exposition dump at the end there was a lot of james bondian like here's what's happening i am a ghost and i'm the bad guy and Spoiler here's what's alert. happening we're gonna do the best our best oh. to warn you that they're coming oh sorry we warned you uh well i mean no that's i mean that's all there i didn't really give any real spoilers there <laughs> there was a lot of exposition dumped in the final like there was like fifth of this book that it's a little like show don't tell, and I think the book did a pretty good job. Remember, I think the last time we talked about this, I was like, "How are they going to kind of dump this stuff out? Where's it going?" I thought they were doing a really good job of building mystery, and then at the end, they just. I love how, how you keep saying "they" like it's a showrunner instead of an author. It cracks me up. Yeah, she. <laughs> she. Uh, it just felt felt a little dumpy at the yeah. end. Um, I also think I had a little bit of problem with how I think you raised this earlier that she was sort of supposed to be written like hot, like I'm a hard character, a hard boiled character. And it, I didn't totally buy the characterization sort of throughout it. It felt a little uneven. It felt a little. No, I do think that's fair with, with Alex's. I thought that it did come together right there at the end. I will definitely read the next one. I really enjoyed the smugness of the last line, even though I kind of wanted to punch her right in the face. It's very I still loved smug. It. I think smug is a good description. Oh yeah, of it. I could see this. I could. I would make the face that I know she was making when I wrote that line. Yeah. I just, you know, it's okay, fine. I'm coming along, but I also kind of hate you a little bit. And I didn't. There was enough there that I didn't want it to go smug, and I felt like it went a little smug for me. Um, is that I think fair? Just, I mean, I get what you're saying. I think just that line was very... It was the yippee kaye motherfucker. Well, I mean, it's the line that's the most sort of intriguing right. for me is if I will read the sequel, which I probably will. Let's you're going to read the sequel, because yeah. I'll make you. Yeah. Um, and I'll have it, and you won't have to pay for yeah. it, and it won't be a problem. And so. I will say... 
I think more than many books that I've read recently with any kind of ghosty thing, it did a really nice job at the like the sort of terror and spookiness. Oh of yeah, ghosts. absolutely. So props for that. I really yeah. enjoyed that part of it. I thought the all the kind of scary stuff when it was supposed to be scary landed, which I agree. was good. Um, yeah, I just it. I have a little feeling of the magicians of like just like. Mm. I read enough. I read way more of the magicians than you did. Yeah, and this is not the magicians. The magicians goes way more fucked up. Okay, way more like Hooby Dooby. Like, let's have dudes. yeah, we're foxes and let's have sex. And, and <laughs> yeah, no, 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 this was at least somewhat linear and yeah. character. And I just, I really like Lee Bardo's dialogue. Yeah, no, I, it's fun stuff. I really enjoy it. Yeah. So. Uh, I also started reading about halfway through fifth season, which is the Broken Earth trilogy. This is N.K. Jenison, uh, sort of black fantasy writer who is, I believe, the first American to have won three Hugo Awards. I believe that is correct, yes. Um, for all three books of this Broken Earth series. I love this book. It is so fucking good. The writing is so good. It is, I will say... For anybody who's thinking about reading this, it is sort of, uh, I don't know, a little like sketch of the, the, the plot. It is about people that can sense the earth and can stop and control earthquakes in a world that's fraught with earthquakes. They're, um, now, it's really, really interesting. Um, and they're also sort of persecuted and, and used for that power and feared because of that power. It's a very sort of on-the-nose metaphor about people sort of connected to the earth and how they're exploited and feared and um, misunderstood and fetishized. And the racial part of this is very clear. It is very well done. The writing is so, so good. The one thing I'll say about it is there is a big, big, big twist in the first book. It was driving me crazy. I went to Wikipedia because <laughs> I was like, I can't, I, I need to understand this or I'm not going to be able to keep reading this book. I'm glad I did. Uh, if you start this book and you're wondering what's happening and getting frustrated, uh, like me, it's okay to read the Wikipedia, like the wiki page and you'll still in really enjoy reading the book. Um, alternatively, if you're reading it and do not care and can just take everything for kind of what it is, then keep reading. I really like this book. It's the characters are so well drawn. The writing is so precise. It is so kind of tense and scary and wonderful. I love this book so much. Um, I also read uh, the Buffy comic reboot by Boom Comics, which I... That's Boom with an exclamation point. Did not even know was a thing. Uh, I think I've talked a little bit about maybe, I don't know, on this podcast, the Dark Horse series. Not good. Just, I don't really care about uh, Dawn and Xander dating. Oh, no! The terrible, poor characterizations. Um, like, I, so this Buffy comic reboot starts over in Sunnydale when everybody first meets, but set in modern times. So there's cell phones. There's, um, you know, Cordelia is not quite as mean, but she's sort of just a social climber. Um, Xander is super lost. Willow already has a girlfriend because it's all sort of set in modern times. But it gets the look and more importantly, the feel of these characters perfectly. It's sort of like a reimagining of the show in a way that really hit the spot for me. I was just like, yep, Anya's in the first uh, issue being 
perfectly Anya and perfectly Anya, <laughs> how you'd imagine her in yeah. this. Uh, Spike and Drew are the main villains. Um, oh, he's a villain? Yeah, because it's starting with everything. Okay. All yeah. Right. It is perfect. I did I not I was think never as interested this. in Spike when he had Drew with him. I was fine with him being a villain, but the Drew, I, I liked Drew on her own. The Spike and Drew thing never super yeah. interested me. I really but, want you to read this. I I will, oh, I'm going to. I'm, I'm, I'm all over um, it. It's but. so fast and fun and just great. I loved it. And it doesn't get into like, it's a reboot, but it's also not like, where, what's Jonathan up to? Where's Andrew? Like, it's very just sort of slow and paced and uh, feels very true to the show, which I really like. Um, also, they make Giles a little hot, which I love. Um, Giles got added to my shelf at work. I, got, I found a Giles Funko Aww. at work. Yeah, I'm very happy. He's Aww. very cute. He has wrinkles on his forehead. So nice. It's very cute. And I think Jenny Callender's showed up already. Oh, I nice. Love. Yeah. Um, so she's not dead, spoiler alert, yeah. for like 20 years, exactly. 30 years ago, Buffy. Yep. Um, I also uh, went to go see on um, the music tip, Brittany Howard, who I've talked about a bit on this podcast. Brittany Howard's album, Jamie. She's from Alabama Shakes. She is amazing. I love this album. It's going to show up in my top 10 list of the year. I saw it at the Fillmore, which I've never been to in San Francisco. What? So much fun. So many beautiful posters. Wait, wait, um, wait. I've never been to the Fillmore. Um, I had so much fun. The sound was not great. I will no, say as a music snob. <laughs> um, I've seen many great shows at the Fox Theater lately and appreciated how fantastic the sound is, including I saw Slater Kenny at Fox Theater. It's another show I forgot about. Sound was amazing. Brittany Howard at the Fillmore. Sound is not good. And people have told me that's a thing there. No, it's totally um, a thing there. Yeah, but it's such a fun venue. It was still super fun. She is a rock star. People were just knew every song. People were stomping for her. She it was like going to church. She just like owns a room in these big robes, this amazing voice, this sort of very open, inclusive vibe. I loved it so much. I had a great time. Uh and the last little music thing I want to talk about is uh Prince. Uh they finally released the estate release a remastered expanded version of the classic album 1999 there are many good i mean i will say there's a lot of junk on it which is like you know edits of the singles and remixes that have already been released (laughs) who cares uh there are a couple cds worth of vault tracks um i am a bit of a nut with Prince, as I may have talked about on this podcast. I've heard most of these tracks. A lot of them I have not. Um, and it was fun to hear new things. I want to play a little bit of a track called Rearrange. It is six minutes of crazy Prince freakouts. Um, I'm going to play <laughs> the very end of it, which has a lot of guitar, which is just when you hear Prince do this kind of thing, you're just, I'm still freshly blown away. Let's take a listen. <laughs> Rearrange, rearrange, got to rearrange, 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 rear
Um, should we talk about things we both yeah, watched? Yeah, let's do it. Sure. We got a lot. Uh, we we got a lot to catch up on. Okay. We're going to give you a little rundown on this. We got Watchmen, His Dark Materials, Good Place, Mandalorian, and Back to Life. Things Dumbest name ever. Seen all of. So if you're worried about spoilers for the latest episodes of any of these, maybe bail out now and come back for Fanny's. Yeah, scrub stuff. till you hear just my voice. I'm the irritating. Well, I have a cold now, so the irritating deep voice. So anyway, come back later. Come back later. Uh, all right, Watchmen. God, I don't even know how to tackle this. Uh, we are in. I've seen episode seven. You've seen episode six. I thought you had seen eight, and Maybe I had seen, seen seven. Because there's going to be nine in the season, and the next one is the finale. Yeah. How are you feeling about Watchmen in general? I like this show a lot. I'm really enjoying it. I have no fucking idea what's happening, and I don't care. I mean, I get the main themes, I get, but all of the like, like digging into fucking wormholes and shit, I don't know half of what all you people are talking about. I don't care. Regina King is the shit. She's amazing. She's great. Um, the guy that plays the melty-faced thing, I really like him. He's really good, too. Gene Smart. Ugh. All of you people that didn't love her on Designing Women, you stupid, and I was right, and she's the best. And I still have no idea what's happening, and I don't care. I really like this show. You? Because you'll have more intelligent thoughts. I love it. I think it's, um, you know, I've talked a lot about Leftovers, and that's one of my favorite shows of the past couple years. I think this show is brilliant. It's definitely my favorite show that I've seen on TV this year. It is such a good example of taking a uh, pre-existing property. I will refuse to say IP. That's obnoxious. Fuck off. Anybody who says that kind of thing, Polygon. you're next. Um, <laughs> this really builds as a sequel. It also draws on the past maybe a little too much. I can imagine people like Fanny watching this and being like, hmm? oh, what's happening? Um, but the new stuff is great. Uh, I think the original... Talk so much about sort of nuclear anxiety with Russia and war and Nixon and the Vietnam War. This is really looking at uh, the story in a new lens around sort of neo-Nazism, nationalism, racism, slavery, all the things that are really sort of um, very topical right now. Because, you know, slavery wasn't very topical in the 80s, mostly because Alan Moore, I don't think, really thought much about it and i very much appreciate um damon lindelof sort of tackling this stuff i know that his room of writers has been very diverse and you can feel it in the writing uh there was an episode the last episode which was really about the rise of this hooded justice character um played by lewis gossett jr's character who's i don't know who played him in the earlier days but that's that character sorry spoilers i told you they were coming um that was so good. I thought it was just an amazing piece of television around real heroes in history being sort of the inspirations for uh, superheroes and how that's been erased by kind of so much pop culture around uh, superheroes. I think this is just such a good, smart show. Regina King's character, man, I want to talk about next episode. I'm not going to talk about it too much because I want you to watch it. It, Um, I, as I've said, I read spoilers because I want to understand going in. It really is okay to understand. I've done a deep dive on it. I know what happens. Full spoilers. Watchmen just back out if you want to now. 
Uh, Regina King bashing her amazing sweet husband's head in to pull with a hammer uh, with a hammer which was gross and i didn't appreciate that but <laughs> I, i'm so invested in this show that i actually can roll with it um wow what does that mean like i don't know there's a lot of just like shock like and she pulled who out now yeah dr manhattan um he's been hidden it's so interesting that a show that's been about the erasure of real black heroes um, we'll now have... And Black Tragedy. Yeah. A, a white superhero hiding in a black body. Like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> like, right. I don't know what that means. We'll see. Well, isn't he blue? Um, he is blue, but originally white. The original character. Who knows, though? Maybe they're going to... I mean, they've already sort of the Hooded Justice thing they've read. Because yeah. the Hooded Justice in the original comic was never identified and nobody knew there was never race. There were no... I don't even know if there were any black characters in the original show. So... I just super appreciate what the show is trying to do and how to rethink this. Um, I'm super curious. I think it's going to be some predictions here about um, inherited trauma and sort of genetic trauma and cultural trauma and how you sort of process that. And I mean, that's clearly the theme of this right. thing. Um, I'm wondering if Lady True's giant tower is going to project kind of trauma to everybody or like release trauma that's my theory um that sounds awful um, yeah because, i want no released trauma into the universe yeah because <laughs> i think she's going to she she's got some as of this latest episode she thinks she's a hero that's going to save the world i think she's that going never to, turns out well <laughs> she's going to release it by sharing her everybody's trauma with everybody it's a bad idea and it's a bad idea and man I love this show because that's a very interesting question to to me. Like, what is that? Like, should we do that? Yeah, we should. No, we, we should, should not. We, <clears throat> we should also, though, it's funny. I want to talk about Kamala Harris dropping out of the primaries this week. And so much stuff on Twitter that I saw of, like, the K-Hive. I don't love that people are talking about politicians. Like, they're talking about pop stars. I think that's why we're in this trouble in the first place. But... People's anger, especially black women's anger around her being not seen in this race right. and being very undervalued. Um, and a lot of people, including myself, full disclosure, being like, hey, great, but you're still going to vote blue, right? Because right. we just got to do this. And a lot of the conversations and responses around that being like, don't tell me how to feel. Don't police how I feel. Like my trauma at being erased, my trauma at a really viable candidate being undermined by the media in favor of yeah, mediocre white men. She's super moderate yeah. and almost a little too conservative for most people. So the only thing that made her radical was that she's black yep. and a woman. Yep. And just sort of that feeling of like, okay, just listen to people's trauma and listen mm -hmm. to people's feelings and, I don't know. I think there's something so spot on about this show. But that you I, release everybody's trauma. Yeah. You release all the racists' trauma. Yep. You, I mean, that's. I the, can't wait to see where this goes. It's a I bad think, idea to release I, everyone's trauma. I think she's gonna be. I think that's gonna be. Yeah, the she's point gonna of the be show. The, she's, uh, right. She's, uh, she's gonna have the same issues yeah. that Air Irons has. I, I, I'm, I'm with you. I just think it's a terrible idea. Yeah, it's so interesting now. I really like I mean, I think her idea is a terrible idea. Not that the yeah. show's idea is a terrible idea. <laughs> okay. 
from all of these things that we're thinking about with Watchmen, let's go to having very few thoughts. How are you feeling about his dark materials and the polar bears and Lin-Manuel Miranda and... Um, yeah. I like the Wolverine girl. She's great. She's great. She's great. The the woman is good. She's always good. I can't think of her name right now. Ruth something. Yeah, Ruth, Ruth Wilson. Sorry, Ruth yeah. Wilson. I love you. I really, really do. You're great. She's good. The effects but... are okay. Yeah. Lin-Manuel Lin Miranda? Not good. You are not Sam Elliott. My and, friend. And also, stop playing to the back rows. Like, oh. this is not right for the show. Oh, no. 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 And um, one of the only things I remember from the original movie was Sam Elliott in that character. And he yep. played it with this sort of, like, old Western earnestness. Wasn't spaghetti Western. It was truly the way Sam Elliott, you know, it's the same way Sam Elliott played a weird biker in Mask. And you still loved him. He played it like he put it on like a coat and then he had this long-eared rabbit thing that looked like him that followed him around and he is one of the things i remember fondly from that movie and thinking i like that character and then all of a sudden it occurred to me lin-manuel miranda this is supposed to be that sick because then his like demon comes up and it's yeah. the rabbit and i was like oh he's supposed to be sam elliott yeah oh i have a problem there's no gravitas no no yeah no and even when he's like trying to be like all like I'm proud of you kid with the Wolverine girl, I was like, this is not this is the most perfunctory we are hitting all the mark shows I have seen in a long time. Yeah, it's disappointing. It's I, cold. I don't know I here's the thing. I don't know that there's a version of this that I'd like better. I think I agree with you. It's a I'm, really hard thing right. to adapt, and this is the most fucking BBC version of it. Ever. I agree with you. And those two things are problems, and this is very uninvolving. I'll be surprised if it makes it. I mean, I think it's I already re renewed. renewed it for the second. I think season. it is already renewed, and I feel like there are probably a lot of people who love the books that are feeling like, okay, it's touching, but it's just like, okay, we touched it. Now we showed that. Now we went here. Now James Cosmos is being sad with a witch. Now, and oh they my have God, these... that scene was. Terrible. was awful and those are both good actors yeah the girl who played wolverine i can't think of her name and i'm really sorry girl, kid because you're really good so good she's great ruth wilson is good the woman that plays the egyptian woman mom is yeah. good but when you when you have a spoiler alert a kid dying and she's telling him go to your demon i should be so as a mom yeah. as with parental empathy i should be sobbing my eyes out yeah. it was like okay so it's, now what happens it's the bbc problem that's like a tough thing yeah it's to way too british this stuff it really is bring on andrew scott sorry sorry britain yeah sorry um, britain uh, bring on andrew scott you know because he's irish yes <laughs> Good Place, what are you thinking? I'm really liking Good Place. The last two episodes I am way on board with. Um, I'm sorry that they have now gone into hiatus for a month Is or a month? two. Yeah, okay. that, it, it may be six weeks, um, maybe longer. I'm not exactly sure. That last episode was great. Um, I like what it's doing. Uh, these characters are so fabulous. These writers, I know they have their ups and downs, but they, they have such great control over their jokes and they know these characters so well. I love this show. It's like sitting down with a friend. I, I'm really loving what they're doing. You? I hadn't realized how much I wanted Chidi back with his memories. Yeah. Like the minute that 
got wrapped up. I was like, okay, Rudy's back together again. When they show baby Chidi with the stomach ache made me uh, so happy. <laughs> I thought that was the best episode they've done all season. Yeah, it was great. Maybe the last couple seasons. Yeah. I just, he's so good and that writing. William so Jackson that Harper, man. Yeah. I don't, I, I feel like this show has definitely let, um, I'm forgetting everybody's names, but um, the other two down. Um, that. Kristen Bell? No, no. Ted well, Danson, a little bit her, but especially Jamil and uh, uh, Jason. Yeah, I can't think of his name. But they've yeah. they've let those characters down a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Like they just didn't quite know where to go with right. them. Like I did like the scene with Jason when Chidi asks him, you know, how do you know? And and he, Jason says, well, here's the thing about stuff. Sometimes it just works out. Yeah, <laughs> that was cute. a very sweet scene. Yeah, <laughs> and it was yeah. very true to that character in a sweet way. I, I hope thought. they're back on track to kind of wrap this season I think up strong. I know what they're doing. Yeah. I have faith in this show. Um, Mandalorian, Baby Yoda, <laughs> memes of Baby Yoda. Yoda's baby, because um, words mean shit. Okay. Um, can we? Can somebody just tell me what species this fucking thing is? Have so we I all can... forgotten about goddamn motherfucking Gizmo? I'm nixing Baby Yoda fans <laughs> that have forgotten about Gizmo. You're next. <laughs> I saw a meme that was Gizmo and Baby Yoda, and it was like when you have the same mom but different dads. Oh my god, I love it! I <laughs> didn't really know cute. this is a thing. Oh yeah, it's totally every a thing. Every time I read something, and I, then my they blood show boils. like the girl gremlin with the boobs, and they oh they're like Yoda and the girl gremlin with the boobs, yeah. and that's how you get Baby Yoda. Yeah, that Baby Yoda, <laughs> so fucking pandering. I know, but I want one. <laughs> I know. I'm I'm going to grump out here on behalf of grumps everywhere. You liked the Ewoks. Baby Yoda is not enough to save this mostly mediocre show. No, but maybe the last episode was. They all okay, let's talk about the last episode. All right, let's Bryce Hallis Bryce Hallis Bryce Dallas <laughs> Howard, Ron Howard's daughter, um directed the best episode of the show so yep. far. Um it was the most entertaining like the it muscly was, Xena girl. They almost the muscly Xena girl whoever she is who's she's that actor great. she's great know. she's great and i'm hoping she's for the rest of the show because right. finally there's a human being that's not a, a baby yoda yeah. muppet for her to for him to play off of he has a real chemistry right. um they almost got his mask off i i'm still nixon the fucking mask and the goddamn cape you put pa- pedro pascal with his face and his yeah. butt and then you put a mask on him and a cape i'm I'm sorry, I'm so angry. Also, the scene with the, like, whatever the crazy, you know, chicken, right. giant robot thing chasing through the woods. Such a great, funny riff on yep. Jurassic Park, yep. which she's obviously part of that franchise. Yep. Um, I thought it was really well directed and really fun. Had a little Star Trek more than Star sure, Wars. Yep. But I was okay with that. Because yeah, I too. was like characters hey look people yes, people that care culture. about each other and now everybody's getting their heart yeah. broken that's feelings all you fucking like nerds i'm nixing you fucking nerds talking endlessly about kurosawa and whatever okay this show for the most part has been kung fu starring goddamn keith carradine um is it keith or john it was keith keith uh this is the first episode that i've actually cared about I hope it builds from there. Can we welcome Billy D. Williams into our fold, please, people? As uh, pansexual. As, yeah, as gender fluid. Yeah. As using both he uh, he and oh, she really? Did pronouns. He yeah, pronouns? he talked about it. He calls himself no. himself or horse, herself. And thank oh, you. I didn't know that. So both Landos are now uh, at least sexually, if not gender fluid. Oh, I love that. Yes. That's great. 
<laughs> Maybe he'll show up on the show to make it better. Yes. Um, Back to Life, the another BBC show uh, we talked about on Amazon Prime. It was, was it last week, two weeks ago we talked about it? Yeah. Uh, it got a lot of Fleabag comparisons. It wrapped well, it up. it has its, some of the same producers. Same producers and sort of some similar comedy. Yeah. Uh, we finished it both. What did you think? It was fine. Yeah, it was fine. Do we have that much to say about no, it? No, not that much to say about great it. I like setup. that woman. Everybody go watch episodes. That well, The main woman is great. Great setup. Good acting. Really botched the ending. Yeah, just, it was just, fine. What, like, again, like, are, should I care about this? Like, yeah, your friend, sorry, full spoilers for Back to Life, your friend, you know, Got lied and right. um, blamed you and you and accidentally let you killed go to, your friend and you, you know? went to prison. Like, you can't. This is a this show should did not know its tone. It was yeah, all over no. the place. It yeah. didn't land the like. I felt very cheated by the end of it. Yeah, like it not, what just happened? It was like, like that woman got screwed. Yeah, and that she should be way more angry than that. Oh yeah, she not just like yeah. ten seconds of banging on a bathroom door. Yeah, no. um, it's a very strange show. I'm not sure I will watch the second season, which has already been approved. I'm, has it? Yeah. Oh, what else is there to say? I mean, it clearly ended in a very like un. Yeah, but what else is there point, to say? She I knows it. I don't know. I don't want to watch any more of it. Yeah, I don't care. I mean, the one thing I had said to Dave we were watching, it was like the the scenes with her and her love interest, the, the neighbor. Right. Which, even though it's fucking ridiculous that he was that bad old lady with right. no sense. But like the two of them together no, were strange. very charming. Yes. I was like, just dump all the rest do of this. this crap and just do this show. Right. It's a very schizophrenic, weird show. Yeah, I agree. Um, all right. That was a lot of pop culture between two of us. What did you do on your own? I got a new phone, which means I got a year of Apple TV Plus for free. Yay me. Because apparently they're giving it away because they want you to watch it. So I watched um, four episodes of Dickinson, which include, included John M- uh, Mulaney playing uh, Henry David Thoreau. Thank you very much. Didn't know I needed to see that, but I really, really did. Fun. Dickinson, if you liked A Knight's Tale with Heath, Heath Ledger, Dickinson will be your jam. If that show may, if that movie makes you go, oh, what's with the modern stuff and the old stuff, and why are they singing We Will Rock You when they're jousting, oh. you will hate Dickinson. Okay. Um, I think it's very good. I think it's very charming and very funny. It has a great cast. Uh Kurkowski, is that how you pronounce her name? Jane Kurkowski. Yeah, she's funny as the Dickinson mom. Um, the girl who was the lead in Anna and the Apocalypse plays the queer love interest to Emily Dickinson. This is a very queer show. Um, it's great. I really enjoyed it. It is going to either be for you or not for you. This is, it's one of these where you're, you're not going to have, when you watch the show and you, I mean by you, the, the main population, nobody's going to watch the show and say, eh, it's fine. They're either really going to like it or they're not going to be about it. Um, I was, I've, I'm really enjoying it. I will watch the rest of it. I also watched M. Night Shyamalan's new TV entry, Servant, about a couple that has one of those reborn dolls because... They lost their baby, and the the mom, played by Lauren Ambrose, goes a little bonky and f- doesn't realize that she lost the baby, so she has to like focus on this reborn baby, and she's going back to work, so they get a nanny, and then suddenly the reborn baby is a baby. 
Okay, so is there a supernatural thing in this? We uh, we don't know if the okay. baby is stolen or if the nanny who is strangely religious and puts these weird straw crosses everywhere made the baby turn real. Okay. We do not know. This has Rupert Grant with possibly the worst American accent I have ever heard. I love you, Ron Weasley. I love you, Rupert Grant. God love you. Oh, my God. It's so bad. And the uh, Lauren Ambrose's husband, the, he also is, has a terrible American accent. Um, the girl who plays the nanny was Mycella Lannister on Game of Thrones. Oh, nice. She has a bad accent. The only American in this fucking thing is Lauren Ambrose, and I almost don't believe her accent anymore because the rest of them are fucking it up so bad. I'm going to watch the shit this, out of this show. <laughs> it's... it's it's campy. It's not necessarily good. I The next episode drops on Friday, and I kind of can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah, I they mean, drop three episodes, and then they're releasing them on Friday. When Shyamalan is, like, trashy, yeah. he is good trashy. And I love Lauren Ambrose so much. She's great. I just adore her. Yeah. Um, Netflix has a new documentary series called Broken, which is basically about, like, counterfeit things, what counterfeit vape things are doing counterfeit makeup counterfeit uh problems with uh recycling um i had a cold and and maybe a little bit of a hangover on wednesday um my after my first day of true vacation uh work's been real hard you guys and i watched some of this and it is depressing but also very interesting and then uh, Amy Hyde, friend of the pod, uh, turned me on to End of the Fucking World on Netflix, which I then watched all. There are, I think, 14 episodes. There are half an hour episodes. God, I love a half an hour show, you guys. Uh, Dickinson, Servant, and End of the Fucking World are all half hour shows, and I respect the hell out of I that. I love that. Um, it's whatever the opposite of a mix is, give this, us a half hour show. Exactly. Shows. This show starts out kind of like weird and dark and like it's going to be like quirky and about these two psychopaths and turns very strangely poignant and beautiful. And I really, really liked it a lot. And nice. both of the main kids are very good. I read Ronan Farrow's Catch and Kill, which is about basically NBC trying to fuck him out of the Harvey Weinstein, Weinstein story um, and uh, the story of how he ended up taking it to The New Yorker and being followed by Russians for um, a year. Uh, this is a really good book. It's a really maddening book. I listened to him read it. Maybe, Ronan, you shouldn't do a bunch of accents. Just Ooh, what? Yeah. Okay. If he talks about Russians and he does the dialogue, he goes into a weird Russian accent. There's also a French woman that he does the accent for. There's a couple others. What is a, he, a, me on a podcast? Yeah, it's like an American accent. <laughs> and, and it's not, He's he's got a competent grasp of it, but it's just like, oh, don't do that. You're oh, honey. A, like, yeah, theater just, kid, just keep that yeah, separate. Oh, sweetie, yeah. just don't do that because... What you're writing about is so powerful. Yeah. I was struck by a couple of very poignant things. One was I felt such immense shame for ever judging Rose McGowan. Oh, wow. Because, you know, it was like you're walking around. You know, I mean, I just didn't know any better. And all now I can see that she was raised in a fucking cult abused as a child, 
sexually assaulted by a powerful man and then destroyed by him and she spent time trying to find a safe place and a logical family and the rest of and she got destroyed for it and i know we didn't know but i want to learn to look at people who are maybe acting out in that way and think what's wrong Right. And how can I help? And instead of thinking, oh, you're just being, you know, a weird rich girl and, and you know, Miley Cyrus, what's Manson, going on right? with you? Stop like, showing me yeah. your tongue. But what's actually, what is the actual pain here? What's the actual root? You know, Miley Cyrus, I think there are some mental issues. I think, you know, there's something there that she needs some help. And I want to stop being society telling us females to judge each other instead of, Helping, or helping each other. And I'm really sorry, Rose McGowan. And then at one point, um, he talks about his relationship with Dylan Farrow, who, of course, was, I am going to say, abused by her father. Um, and I understand that he has not been convicted in a court of law. Come after me, Woody Allen. I don't care. A um, hundred people listen to this podcast. Anyway, at one point, NBC was trying to shut Farrow down and his agent said well maybe you focus on something else and he called Dylan Farrow and uh, she said so you're gonna stop and he said well maybe I focus on something else and she said yeah I remember what it's like when the world stops fighting for you and I'm really sorry Dylan you know and I believe you and again we'll all you know I'm glad that that helped Ronan keep going and I that in and it that in the end when the book came out and when the article came out that it helped Dylan restart her fight and uh but that line really broke my heart and uh yeah so really good book not super easy to get through and then I read uh my friend Anna by Rachel Deloach Williams who was a photo editor with Vanity Fair when she got taken by a long con long uh long-term con artist, I guess. I don't just a long con artist uh, who was pretending to be a Russian heiress and uh, got her to pay for a $62,000 vacation oh, wow. to Morocco on her both her personal and uh, corporate credit cards. And it's just kind of a fun, silly romp. And you don't... I. I don't have a lot of simple sympathy for Rachel Deloach Williams because, you know, she kept talking about having to go to, you know the cape to feel better and relax over all of her stress from not getting fired after charging $16,000 on her corporate card that she couldn't pay back. And, you know, while going on this Marrakesh vacation for $7,500 a month, you know, a night and honey, my heart's not super breaking for you that this was, you know, actual people get actually taken. And I, I know that this was an actual con and it affected her life and she was stressed out. On the other hand, she was way not willing to acknowledge her own privilege. However, I love heists. I love cons. I And so it's a fun, interesting book. It went quickly. It's a beach read. It was fine. Um, I have a little bit of pop culture news. Lock and Key has a premiere date on um, Netflix. Netflix, don't fuck this up. I know you're going to fuck this up. Please yep. don't fuck this up. Again, a hard thing to adapt. Yeah, it's uh, February 7th. I'll let you know how I feel February 8th. Watch this space. Cool. And that's my pop culture. 
All right, let's talk Knives Out. Okay. Uh, Ryan, 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 uh, Ryan Johnson of Star Wars and other stuff uh, writes, directs, and produces uh, this whodunit in the vein of Agatha Christie. It is star packed uh, with Chris Evans, Jamie Lee Curtis, Christopher Plummer, Tony Collette, Michael Shannon, and Daniel Craig as the Hercule, Hercule Poirot stand in, complete with a very different accent than the one I just did. Hey, Fanny, let's play Accent Cop. What did you think of starting with uh, Daniel Craig's accent and the movie in general? Um, Daniel Craig's accent was ridiculous because it was supposed to be ridiculous and he was completely um, enjoying himself. We need to talk about Anna de Armas, who is also in this film. She is the lead in this film and she is great. Um, Daniel Craig's accent was ridiculous and as a character says toward the end, very foghorn leghorn. (laughs) And he was loving every frigging moment of this there is a scene where he sings to his earbuds that had i've seen this movie twice now okay i went with parker like three days after you and i saw it parker was gleeful from the moment this movie started until it was over he was like on the edge of his seat giggling and cheering and i had really enjoyed this movie watching it with you watching it with him and getting to see all the corners of the screen because I already knew how it was going to play out. I, this is a great movie. This is just a truly fun. We are enjoying ourselves from one end to the other, but also smart and a bit satirical and had something to say. I really liked this movie. Tony Collette, your accent's great. You're always great. I love you so much. Um, I really liked it. You can talk. <laughs> um, so are we, I guess we're not going to... Let's not do spoilers. There's no point in doing spoilers for this. No. I feel like this yeah. is the kind of movie like you can just go see it. Yeah, go see it. Yeah, if you're interested. It is super fun. I recommend seeing it. I, I, I have thoughts about... And this is me being very like cultural context guy. Of, like We are so starved for movies like this mm-hmm. that are sort of non-superhero event science fiction movies like non science fiction mm-hmm. movies. That I know are what you mean. Star packed and very like low key, low ambition, funny, modest, kind of crowd pleasing. And this movie is that. And it does all of that. I I think I'm not a whodunit person. That is not my my jam generally. No, it's not. I thought it was fine. I can barely remember thinking about this movie. It'll show up nowhere near Lakeith my top Stanfield. ten. Stanfield. Oh, we forgot about Lakeith Stanfield. Who was yeah, so good. It was fun. Oh. It's, it's super well made. I I just, it didn't have any lasting impact on me. It felt like. See, uh, and I can remember corners yeah. of this, of the celluloid. Yeah. I I don't know why it just didn't. I love it. Nothing stuck with me. thought it was great. Even me, the emetophobe, and just minor uh, spoilers you guys yeah. vomit plays a plot role in this movie yeah. i the one thing that i said to you that i still stand by is i i really liked anna darmus but i wish that her character had actually been the detective like i hated that it set up daniel craig as like the like puppet master who knew everything that was going in and didn't subvert that at all and that just Drove me a little nuts because um, how much it leans on her. There have been a couple articles around the kind of, um, you know, all the, the the movie to its credit, unlike many other whodunits, has some social commentary yep. about sort of, um, you know, immigration and people yep. working for, 
you know, rich families and sort of how they get demonized and scapegoated and hypocrisy. So I appreciate it for that, but it's like, it's like, didn't quite go far enough with it for me to have any real subversion of the, of the genre, the tropes. It still just felt like a very like silly farce that was about the fun stars in it. And that is fine too. Um, I don't know. Someone was talking about it like clue. And I was like, yeah, I feel like the same way I felt about clue. Like it just didn't like, have any impact with me okay so that's just me i that's enjoyed fine. it um and yeah, i also you had fun while you were watching it I totally so that's had fun all while that was matters watching it. and i also think ryan johnson is really diverse like in a good way that people He's so great I, I don't i like i think people are always like oh a hack or a journeyman or whatever what? but when people do you know that that term of like oh, being okay. good at lots of different kinds of movies okay. is a real skill yeah um and also i think he's very invested in Making a, a Knives I mean, Out and a Brick and a, you know, and a Star Wars and just kind of balancing and a things. Fruitvale Station and a, Fruitvale and a Creed. Uh, that's not Ryan Johnson. One of them it's is. Ryan Coogler. Yeah, Coogler. Um, sorry, 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 sorry. Me, that's wrong. Sorry, but sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, he just like, I just think he's a really, he's likes tackling genres. Yes. And he loves this genre. And people love the genre. And yes. have fun with it. And so I super appreciate it for that. So I had fun with it. I just don't remember <laughs> It's fair. About it. It's fair. <laughs> yeah. But it is silly and it's funny. And I laughed a lot. Yes. Yeah. No, I, absolutely. The, yeah. the, the glee that my giggling yeah. son had next to me for two hours. Thank you, Ryan Johnson. Appreciate it. You know, it was better great. than Clue... I think because yeah, I actually oh, totally. don't like Clue. Yeah, is I think Death Trap. Oh, it totally. has a little yeah. Death yeah, Trap yeah, yeah, yeah. in it. It's like a little more fun than Clue because there's a certain like poking at the genre right. in a smart way and not in just a like yeah. kind of you know camp way. It's right. Not just it wasn't a camp just movie. Daniel Craig's yeah. accent. His <laughs> accent was silly, but that yeah. wasn't all. That was the movie. Not as good as Death Trap, which is a great movie. Um. <laughs> I don't know. I think you made a pretty good comparison, actually. <laughs> I think you may have nailed it. And Death Trap is a great movie. Everybody go watch Death Trap. Go watch Death Trap. <laughs> um, see Superman be very different. Very, very um, different. Yeah. Uh, all right. So that was three weeks. Uh, Wait. We will... I have oh. something I want oh to say that I'm angry about. <laughs> I got something to I say. say. <laughs> I am not a crackpot. Okay. The holidays are upon us. Happy holidays, whichever your holidays you celebrate. I embrace you. Moving on. This is not what this is about. Every year about this time, people turn on their holiday music channels. And at some point, Baby It's Cold Outside comes on. Here's the thing. Do not write a think piece about Baby It's Cold Outside. <laughs> Stop it. Okay, the line, hey, what's in this drink, is not about roofies. Nobody roofied that girl. She's joking around because she wants to stay and fuck that guy. Okay, this is a, this is a, this is a song about people playing within social constructs who want to have sex. I'm 100% with you. This is not a date rape song. Nope. If you don't like this song and you feel like it's a date rape song, rape song that's fine. I appreciate it. I've read the think pieces. Don't listen to the song. I won't make you listen to it. I'm not going to play it. But please, I nix the annual rending of garments and ranting and raving about baby it's fucking cold outside. I'm going to listen to it. I like it. I think it's cute. You don't want to listen to it. That's fine. Don't tell me why. I will say the 
crazy meme thing that you sent me today. What's well, funny? I got it. What's very it, funny. Right? It involves Star Wars and Tauntauns, and we will post that in our Twitter or It was very Facebook. cute, very funny. But, but beyond that, no more think pieces. Stop it. <laughs> yeah. Stop it. You don't like it? That's fine. Don't listen to it. Yeah. I think she has some agency. She has the yeah. what's in this drink is a joke, yeah. and the oh we everybody will talk. I have to figure out a way that yeah. I want to stay here. Right. God, sorry. Yeah, we don't need the consent remix. No, sorry. we do well, not. <laughs> that moving uh, came on. out weird. All right, it's been a while. We swear we will be back next week. You will not have to wait as long. Uh, we'll probably have some um, more Mister Rogers talk and. Yay! Um, some, some other stuff. We'll come up with something. It's our hundredth episode. So thanks for sticking with us and we'll come up with something special for you. Um, tell us your thoughts on knives out or all of the crazy TV that's been on that. I know everybody's been watching, um, at the Facebook, uh, the Facebook group (laughs) (laughs) called, uh, the next podcast or motion next at gmail.com. Or you can talk to us at the Knicks podcast on Twitter. I'm at Justin Hardong on Twitter. I'm at Fanny V. Darling. See you next week. Bye. Ooh, 50 minutes. <laughs> <laughs>